2: Good evening, and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Hump Day. It is Wednesday, and it is raining cats and oh, maybe I'm not supposed to use that expression. <laughs> we might explain that story a little bit later. Glad to have y'all here with me tonight on the Andrea K. Show. It is raining out there. If you were stuck in your car on the way home, uh, unless you were born somewhere, if you were born somewhere else. You might know how to drive on these roads, but we don't know how to drive on these roads in San Diego because it doesn't rain here very often. It's like, what is this water that's falling from the sky? And so it makes for a very miserable drive home. So if you are stuck in your car right now, thank you for sharing this time with me. Hopefully, I'll make that drive home a little less miserable. And uh, hopefully, I'll I, and I won't be doing that by myself, by the way, because I got uh, my man The orange-fingered man himself. Not the orange man like Trump, but the orange-fingered man, DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ
3: Carrot Sticks. Daniel boy, You should have known by now, Carrot Sticks does it.
4: Well, speaking of colors, do you know what the color of the year is?
2: No, I did not know there was a color of the year.
4: There's, I forget the name of the company, but there's a there's a company, a design company, every year that says what the, you know, the color of the year is. So, speaking of orange, the color of 2019 is living coral.
2: <laughs> oh, of course, that's got to be uh, the company that must have picked that must have been owned by Al Gore because it's got to have something to do with environmentalism. Living coral. As opposed to dead coral, which we conservatives, I of course, are supposed to be in favor of, right? I actually think the color coral looks great on me. By the way, speaking of colors, who remembers back in the day when you would have your colors chosen to tell you whether you were an autumn, spring, a winter, or a fall, and then based upon that, you knew what colors to wear in your wardrobe? Do you know what what season you are, DJ Carrot Sticks?
4: I would have to say I'm summer.
2: You're summer. That would mean that you should look good in pinks and greens and uh, bright pastel colors, right? And spring would be, if you looked good in like lime green, yellow-based uh, uh, tones, pastels. And fall would be like uh, pumpkin color. And winter, only winters are allowed to really wear black and white. Did you know this, DJ Carrots? No, I did not. Now you've been educated. If, and and the, you're and you're not a winter because if to be a winter would be like um, a winter as a woman would be Demi Moore. That well, I think I really skin. am a summertime
4: because summertime I look good, summertime I don't.
2: <laughs> right now, people driving in the car are like I'm about to dry, drive off into a ditch if these people continue to talk about clothing. I don't even know what made me go off into that rant. Probably to avoid talking about the topic that I have to get into tonight, which has really aggravated me. Um, uh, 888 by the way, uh, guess who arrived in San Diego. Gee, aren't we lucky here. Guess who made a special arrival in San Diego? DJ carrot sticks. And no, I'm not talking about a celebrity. Although this person is being treated as a celebrity in some quarters. I have no idea. It is the first baby to be born by one of the illegals in the caravan from Honduras. That's right. Yay, San Diego. You know, instead of Baby New Year, it's Welcome Baby Caravan. Welcome Baby Illegal. Here's the story. This woman, if we can call her a woman, she's 19. She uh, climbed the border fence with her husband and two-year-old son. I'm not sure. I don't have footage of this. I'm not sure which border fence because we supposedly had heard that the nine miles of new fence was – a great barrier and people weren't able to scale it and that the old fence the bad fence had concertina wire up so i'm not really sure the true story of how why there's still six thousand or so uh, illegals still south of the border in tj we know that 44 that scaled the wall were arrested and sent back to tj i'm not really sure if we know the real true story of how this 19 year old woman her husband who was nine months pregnant she was seven months pregnant when she joined the caravan from Honduras. How she was able to scale the wall, get to the other side, and plop a baby out.
4: Sign, sign her up for that ninja warrior thing. Yeah. She did that?
2: Yeah. Well, pregnant? Yeah, she did that pregnant. And I'm not and I'm not sure I'm buying that. I really want to know what coyote or what organization, particularly one that might have been, and I'm speculating here because I don't know, because it's really hard for me to believe that, the, that a woman that pregnant, because these walls are not exactly like little three feet high- picket fences around a house so here to advance the story so she makes it over to the other side has the baby they take her to a hospital i'm not sure which one but probably the the one down in you know closer to the border the, after she has the baby the immigration officials tried to put handcuffs on her and the hospital nurses stopped the immigration officials you tell me why some nurses were able to stop law enforcement from doing their job. I want to know why that was allowed to happen. I want to know what the hospital administration uh, was involved in this and who else was involved. I want to know why a few nurses were able to do a chicken, uh, a game of chicken, stare down against the law enforcement officers in this nation and get away with it. They should have been arrested along with the nineteen-year-old mother, along with her husband and two-year-old son, this is outrageous. Why? Do... So now, to advance it even further, that not only did the nurses su- successfully stop this woman from being arrested as she should have been and detained, they they uh, had a fundraiser for, her. raised money, got money for clothing, all kinds of items. So eventually, they were taken to a detention center where some of those items were taken away from them, were confiscated, and then they were released. So much for us being told that there was an end to catch and release. So they were released. They're now supposedly staying with a family somewhere in San Diego, then to be transported to for uh, Columbus, where I have family, for an asylum hearing. What? This is a woman who said herself, and I quote, With this, this is not coming here because you just want to come to America is does not qualify for you asylum coming here because you're poor is not, does not qualify for you asylum coming here because you have some, some belief that God does not qualify you you for asylum. She should have already been deported her. She says with the faith in God, I always said, my son will be born here in the U S because he will be born here. Really? Show me the part of the Bible where God says it's okay to break and enter and to steal. Because that's exactly what you did, lady. And the law enforcement of this country allowed you to get away with it. And oh, by the way, to to reference God in any way, that's the sick game that the left is trying to play. Because the truth of the matter is, as the Bible makes clear, the Bible has some pretty strict immigration policies to get across the border into heaven. Not only does the Bible not support this, the Bible supports at respecting the rule of law, doing things the right way, not breaking and entering and stealing off of people, which is exactly what this is. Oh, family of four, your free health care, your free education, including college, your free job, your free everything paid for by the taxpayers is, is waiting on you. We need answers. I have not heard this DJ Keratix, have you heard this anywhere in the mainstream media?
4: No, you you told me this before you, when he you first came in. I yeah. was shocked.
2: Yeah. Here's the annual cost of illegal immigration by state: California twenty annual cost of illegal immigration by state California twenty one point eight billion dollars. New York nine four, Every state's billions. New York, 9.5, Texas, 8.9, Florida, 5.5, Illinois, 4.6, New Jersey, 3.5, Arizona, 2.6, Georgia, 2.4, $84 billion a year is the cost to us from illegal immigration. I resent the heck out of this woman crawling over the fence, intentionally coming here. This is an invasion. And shame on the law enforcement allowed this to happen. Shame on the law enforcement for releasing them instead of deporting them back where they belong. She should have immediately, they should have scooped her up instead of taking her to a hospital, turning her around, and taking her south of the border to Tijuana. Is exactly what they should have done with her. And I don't even care if that's legal. Because there's another article that came out recently from the Washington Examiner that says 63% of non citizens are on welfare. That's 4.6 million households. And I got to believe that this is just scratching the surface because we don't even know how many households that are out there. And in California, you're not allowed to report it if you're a landlord and you've got illegals living in your property. That's the state of where we're at. According to this report, there are four uh, four million six hundred eighty four 4,684,784 million non-citizen households receiving welfare, and we are $20 trillion in debt as a nation. There's nothing biblical about that. There's nothing biblical that supports this. This is an invasion. We are being destroyed from within, and it's a takeover. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears because my buddy Kurt Schlichter is going to be here from townhall.com and the Rebel TV. And he's written an interesting article. Um, you know, are I guess the only good Republicans are dead Republicans. I don't know. So he's going to be here to talk about that. Stay tuned More Andrea K. Show coming up.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled
2: K A Y E.
0: FM, 96.1, North County, AM, 1170, San Diego. The answer.
3: Hey, this is Michael Medved for my good friends at besthotgrill.com. It's that time again, time to select presents for your family and corporate gifts for your best clients and employees. And you want to get them a gift that is fantastic, that's unforgettable, and truly hot. And that would be a solar infrared grill from besthotgrill.com. Solar infrared grills heat up to 1,000 degrees in just three minutes, and they produce juicy, tasty food unmatched by conventional grills, perfect for today's busy lifestyles. The hot and fast solar infrared grills are the gift that will be used, not tossed into the closet. Every time your loved ones, best clients, and valued employees grill on their solar infrared grill, they'll think of you. And they'll be thinking of you for years to come. All solar infrared grills are made in the USA and they're made to last. More importantly, solar infrared grills deliver the wow that everybody likes to receive in a gift. Step up your gift giving. Learn more about these amazing solar infrared grills at besthotgrill.com. That's besthotgrill.com. We love them. Solar infrared at besthotgrill.com.
7: You know, one of the most beautiful things in the country, the Girl Scouts. The Girl Scouts stand for courage, confidence, character. Picture this, though. What if Miss Girl Scout sold you that box of Thin Mints, but then took your money and did some things you just downright disagreed with? First of all, the Girl Scouts wouldn't do that. They're wonderful. But that's what's happening with your AARP membership. Unknown to you, your money is supporting some really scary liberal agendas. So here's an alternative box of cookies for you, like the peanut butter, like I like. The AMAC Senior Card is just like the AARP card, but it's meant for you and me, for $16. $16. Your membership will instantly save you a lot more than 16 bucks on restaurants, hotels, Medicare plans, shows, and more. But even more importantly, your AMAC card supports conservative stances, pro-life, saving Medicare, sensible immigration reform. you got to join AMAC. Go to www.amac.us and join today. That's amac.us. They'll send you your AMAC Advantage magazine with your membership. You'll love belonging to AMAC. AMAC.us. FM 96.1
0: AM 1170, The Answer.
5: Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me, 888-344-1170. Before the break, I was talking about uh, the latest arrival to San Diego. Oh, we're just so proud. Of our new addition to America, the first, uh, uh, the first uh, anchor baby was born from the caravan, and so uh, the in, the invasion was successful uh, for some people. Um, Kurt Schlichter is with me now from y'all know my buddy Kurt Schlichter, townhall.com, the Rebel TV, the funniest dude on Twitter. He's actually got a new book out. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But I, I texted him today because I saw this article that he wrote. I had to bring him on to talk about it. It's called The Only Good Republicans Are Dead Republicans. What, Kurt? You you calling for more Republicans to die? What? <laughs> you
8: caught me. You caught me. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm busted. I'm busted and disgusted. Uh, look, the simple fact is that liberals like Republicans' dead. They're they're Robert De Niro in untouchables. They want us dead. They want, us, they want our houses burned to the ground. That's what they want. And I'm just telling you what I hear from them. Right. Because I'm on Twitter. America's id.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're uh, you know, but uh, I'll, OK. So, you know, the, some of the people, though, as, you, as your article pointed out, some of the Democrats are saying uh, they're they're out and loud still hating on on 41. So there seems like yeah, they're not getting the message. They're, they're not, not getting supposed the message. To
8: Tend to be reverent. What's
2: that? They didn't get the message.
8: They're supposed to be pretending to be reverent, <laughs> pretending to be decent, pretending to say, "Oh, if only all Republicans were like George Bush and not like Donald Trump," you know dead and out of power then everything would be better Well, i assume it would be better for them
2: well yeah they're not getting the message but clearly there's a lot of conservatives that are getting the message because after john mccain died that that uh uh mantra of oh if we just had you know more republicans and more if we had a president like john mccain all of our problems would be solved and you know what there's actually conservatives that believe that well, well, look.
8: Well, there are no conservatives who believe it. There are Good fake point. conservatives. There are writers for the Weekly Standard. Um, there are Never Trump losers, but there are no conservatives who believe that because we're woke, Andrea. We are woke, as the hip kids say. <laughs> we know the scam. We got the grift. We're not going to be conned anymore. We're not Robert Shaw
2: and the Sting. It ain't working. (laughs) Well, the problem is, is that I got to wonder how many of us are actually out there. There's certainly not that many in Congress. So, you know, we and 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 those the fake conservatives, the rhinos in Congress are actually trying to send that message to Trump. See, look what 41 did. See how he worked with the Democrats. You need to be like more like 41. You need to be like more like McCain. They're wanting they're wanting Trump to do like 41, which is cave to the Democrats and split the base.
8: Well, look, all those – a lot of those sissies are gone. You know, we lost a lot of seats, but we didn't lose conservative seats. Well, that's – Primarily, we lost liberals and and, and rhinos. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we we had some good – Dana Rohrbacher's pretty conservative. He lost because the California GOP is so damn inept. But, you know uh, – A large number of the losses aren't really losses at all. They're net gains. Jeff, being rid of Jeff Flake (laughs) made this election a success.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because that's a great point, because I've been asking for a long time, how can it be a win if we've got somebody in there with an R after his name who makes the effort to get out of the deathbed that he's on and fly all the way back east just to stick his his finger in the eye of hurting Americans so that he can put a squelch on repealing and replacing Obamacare out of his hatred for Trump? What, what, how has that been a win for I us want, to have I that make- seat Republican?
8: Well, look, it, you know, and it, it, it's a problem that we face, which is the Republican Party is the party of normal people. The Democrat Party is the party of the elite. But, you know, a lot of elite people are, you know, are Republican, and they're torn between their loyalty to their class and their loyalty to their party and the voters uh, therein.
2: Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because because a lot of people, a few people got upset with me today because when I saw that George W. today, uh, you know, who I always liked, uh, at least for a while, I felt like he did a great job of campaigning as a conservative, but he governed like a Democrat. His compassionate conservatism was liberalism. And it just galled me to no end today for him to take time to look gazingly and lovingly over at the Clintons and talk about Bubba being his chosen brother. These are people who are the most crooked and corrupt Marxists who have... Talk about graft and committing crimes against against this country right now. A free and fairly elected Republican president is still under the under the threat of a coup attempt that was launched by a weaponized FBI and DOJ specifically to cover up the crimes of W's sister-in-law and then to install her as the president, and in, by interfering in an election by planting evidence against <laughs> President Trump. And that's who the Bush family. Can it chooses to be their family. The, the Bush family, to me, they're closer to the Kennedys than they are conservatives, and they're certainly not close to the common man. And people got upset at me for mentioning that today, Kurt. But you know what? I don't advocate for party or Paul. These people aren't kings. I advocate for conservatism and for the Constitution and, and the rule of law and us being a republic. And I'm just we and it just galled me today. And I know that you don't want to say too much bad about 41 because he was your commander in chief. When you served in the Iraq war, but I, I, I got no love for the Bush family, man. I'm not, I, you know, I'm, I, am i am a
8: fan of some of their personal characteristics, but Me collectively, too. uh, I, I don't go for dynasties. And this is why, because a dynasty is loyal to the elite it is loyal to the upper class. It is not loyal to us. Okay. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. And there were a lot of good qualities about George H.W. Bush, Uh, which I outlined in my town hall piece, Uh, and he also lied to our face, which we can't sugarcoat. He thought ideology got in the way of uh, uh, of the important things. He was suspicious of ideology. That's why he thought Ronald Reagan was a little bit crazy and a little bit slow, and so were followers. And when he said, read my lips, no new taxes— He didn't he he just thought, well, I'll just say something that Ronald Reagan will say. And then he got he allowed himself to be talked into breaking his word Mm -hmm. by a bunch of his elitist pals who said, well, everybody knows you've got to raise taxes. Mm
3: -hmm.
8: Yeah. And Uh. he broke his word. And and, you know, that was an important that was something that really helped us as a movement grow up where we we understood that, you know, When you start talking about leaders who are not expressly committed to normal Americans as opposed to the elite, you will get leaders who are fully committed to the elite rather than to normal Americans. Uh, Read my book, Militant Normals, still out there, available on Amazon.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's the... Uh, we've become it, too much of a one-party system. It's all about we're now we're now being shamed if we question the FBI and the DOJ. How dare you? You're, we're we're now being expected to worship institutions. We're being expected to worship well, look, to be to be worshiping people that were yes, elected the officials. The good thing about it is, well, well, the good thing. Look,
8: they work for us. Okay, they're employees. Here's the thing. Like I said, we're getting woke. It doesn't work anymore. Say, how dare you uh, uh, disrespect the FBI, and we flip them the middle finger <laughs> because it's not going to shut us up anymore. The problem with lying to people's faces again and again and again is eventually the people decide you are a liar and yeah.
2: treat you accordingly. Right, except I'm getting pushback from people that don't want and, – and I said when, um, in on Monday's show about 41 – That I disagreed with him politically, but I did love the fact that he was a family man. I was more touched by his letter that he wrote, uh, We Need a Girl... I remember that more about him than even the read my lips. So, you know, I love that about him as a family. But I don't I, but to be told that I must be silent about my views about the family politically for some reason, because there's some we, we've gone too far as a country into um, viewing ourselves as peasants and viewing elected officials as some type of royal family. And of the one, exactly. one of the, thing, one exactly. of the thing, right one of the things that was so meaningful to me on the day of the inauguration from Trump was when he said today is the day the government returns to the people, and the establishment exactly. is exactly and the establishment has done everything that they could to stop that from happening.
8: Exactly. See, here's the here's the thing about the Trump revolution. It's not really a Trump revolution. Trump is sort of the avatar of a a wider po- uh, kind of populist revolt. Andrea, I'm going to do whatever I want, however I want, whenever I please, and if you don't like it, let me try and be FCC compliant here, too darn bad. (laughs) Nobody gets to tell me anything. I will say what I want about George H.W. Bush, good or ill, anytime I like, for any reason. And if you don't like it, that's too bad for you, Yeah. because I don't. I don't care what you want. I don't care what you like. I'm only going to do what I want to do all the time. I'm an American citizen. I am outranked by one entity. That's God. No one else. I don't take commands. I don't obey rules. I don't play by your norms. I will do whatever I want all the time. And you can kill me if you can.
2: And then you can
8: stop me.
2: Well, you better be well, careful. How it is? Well, well, but you better be careful though, because Peta now has decided there's a few things even Kurt Schlichter shouldn't be saying. Okay. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. So PETA. Uh, yeah, Peta. Okay, because they've decided that some phrases that we got going on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little pop quiz. See if, see if you're smart enough, Kurt Schlichter. And then I want you to tell right. everybody. We'll, we'll wrap by you telling everybody about your book, Wildfire. Okay. So Peta has decided that some of these phrases being used about animals are just as bad as homophobic homophobic racist or ableist language i don't even know what ableist may- i don't even know what able ableist, I,
8: I got a slight limp right now because i did legs this morning okay. does that make me differently abled or oh
2: oh i see anyway. okay i get it now okay so now you're not allowed to say i'm going to give you an example you're, uh, okay. Things like saying uh, "kill kill two birds with one stone" should now be "feed two birds with one scone." Okay, so let why me. Why would I
8: feed a scone to a bird? <laughs> See, that's kind of the liberal welfare mentality. The bird wants
2: food; it needs to go earn it.
4: <laughs> that bread's actually bad for birds.
2: Uh, yeah, DJ Carrot Stick's right? Scones—you're not supposed to feed scones to birds. What are they per- trying to make to yeah, do here? Look, that's why there are no birds in Scotland. <laughs> There's literally
8: no birds in Scotland because of this stone thing. Why does Peter hate birds so much, Andrea?
2: <laughs> All right, last question for you. Here's an, here's another option for, uh, example right. here. Instead of saying "bring home the bacon," putting yourself in Peter's place, what should you replace "bringing home" bringing home the bacon with? What should you say instead? Hug, a, hug a pig. <laughs> bringing home the bagels. See, maybe you're just not Jewish enough to get that.
8: Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I uh, bagels, I don't understand. Well, clearly, clearly. <laughs> Why Pita's do I really pu- bring home bagels? I, I, I eat them, I, you know, I, I get a coffee,
2: I get a bagel. Why would I bring it home? This makes no sense. I, it doesn't make sense as well, because apparently Peter doesn't understand there's a gluten-free movement going on here, and they're pushing scones and bagels. I don't even understand this, Kurt. What? I'm at Why a loss. Yeah. Why are they glutenist? Why okay,
8: are right. they There are lots of people with celiac disease out there who need respect. PETA hates them. Why the
2: hate? All right, if tell everybody. It's not a hate crime. I don't, yeah, it's a hate crime. Okay, tell everybody about your new book. We've got a minute left here. Tell everybody about Wildfire.
8: My new book, my new novel is Wildfire. It's the third novel in the series. It was number one on all of Amazon's uh, uh, political espionage thrillers. It's uh, uh, funny. It's mean. It's exciting. I wanted to write an airplane book that made funny of liberals because it's set in a future where America has split into uh, red states and blue states. And what happens in the blue states is—I wish it was worse than you could imagine—but they keep they keep coming out with this penis kind of stuff, <laughs> making me look like I'm a, a piker trying to make make uh, crazy stuff up. I
2: can't I can't compete with reality. <laughs> All right. Now you got to make sure I, I, here's my request from you. I need a copy signed by you. Okay. I want it autographed. All right. You promised me you're going to get one for me because I'm taking a vacation in January and I need something really funny and yummy and delicious and anti-liberal to read on my cruise.
8: Do I have to, do I have to sign my real name?
2: No, you don't. You can go incognito. All right. I was going to sign it the Baconator. <laughs> All right, Kurt. Thanks so oh, much sorry, for The here. Bagelator. The Bagelator. Very good, my friend. Take good care. Thanks for being here, Kurt. All right, now stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. My friend Brett Davis is going to be here because I know you guys have a heart for giving this holiday season. And there we've got to remember the campfire. It's been a few weeks, and people have already forgotten, I think, the campfire victims of Northern California. An entire town was wiped out. They don't have anything this holiday season. We've got an opportunity for you for very little money to help these people. So stay tuned. Brett Davis is going to be here. And then uh, more topics to laugh about and get aggravated about coming up.
5: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled
9: K-A-Y-E.
0: FM 96.1, North County, AM 1170, San Diego. The answer. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The message went out late on Friday night. George H.W. Bush, the 41st president of the United States, had died. He came to the presidency, of course, after serving two terms as vice president under Ronald Reagan. Perhaps the most illuminating moment of his leadership style came on March the 30th, 1981, when President Reagan was shot in an attempted assassination. The vice president was flying to the southwest to speak. When he was returning to D.C., it became clear the president was facing mortal danger. Officials wanted Bush to land by helicopter at the White House in order to assure the nation. But the image of that, of course, is presidential. Vice President Bush refused. He made clear at the time there's only one president of the United States. That president is Ronald Reagan, and he's going to pull through this. And thus the vice president arrived in a motorcade the way he would have any other day. That was the sort of man George H.W. Bush was, a man of modesty, a man of history. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu
2: Can you guys believe it? It's December, and we're getting closer and closer to a new year. Andrea Kaye here, and if you're anything like me, you know it's better to give than to receive. Well, Charlie and the team at Liberty Tobacco, they feel the same way. That's why they have some incredible savings happening at both stores throughout the month of December that will allow you to give more to that special someone. I was just in the Del Mar store picking up a few sticks for a friend here at the station, and the humidor was full of some of the best cigars in the world, from Davidoff, Opus X, and Padron, just to name a few. Good thing I was able to get some recommendations that made it even easier to give the perfect gift. Now remember, Liberty Tobacco has been around since 1975, and they have two convenient locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall right off the 5 at Via De La Valle in Del Mar. So stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for everyone on your nice list, or you can visit them online at
10: libertytobacco.com.
5: Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
10: the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts wow one one to eight eight nine eight eight at four imprint we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items with our 100% guarantee it'll be right the first time on time every time your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's W-O-W-1-1 to 88988.
11: Hey, I'm Brant. So there's this guy named Jordan. He's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. And he goes to the doctor. True story. He goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage 4, And here's the thing. He had switched earlier from medical insurance to MediShare, where Christians share each other's medical bills. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was is this actually going to work?
2: Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills.
11: And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community.
9: MediShare is is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare.
11: It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. So if you want to find out more, here is a number for you you 844-41-BIBLE that's 844-41-BIBLE
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170 the answer
5: Andrea K. telling you like it is all while eating a donut the Andrea K. show on the answer San Diego
2: welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. show it is hump day Hopefully you're home by now and out of the rain and you didn't get into into any fender benders on the way home. 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in. Uh, Recently, you know, we have such a short attention span uh, in America and in California and everywhere, really. Um, And it it seems like it's been a year now since half the state burned down. The largest wildfires uh, and the greatest destruction from wildfires in the state. An entire town was wiped out. I don't know how many. I don't even remember now. See, this this is what happens. I don't even remember exactly how many homes were lost in Paradise. It has been the worst disaster uh, that fire was. And then while that one was still less than 50% contained, I think, we had the Woolsey Fire in Southern California, which took some attention away from the Camp Fire in Paradise, who lost everything. It, this is a tough enough time for a lot of people. We've got so many people that don't have anything in the holiday season. But it's one thing to... Have little it's and it's another thing to have absolutely nothing, nothing to put under the tree, not even a place to live to have where you can set up a tree and so my friend Brett Davis came to me with a great idea because he's just got such a big heart and just such a love for people, and he said, Hey, I got a heart on for a uh, heart uh to do something for the people for the campfire, and would you be willing to you know work with me on it and man, did he come up with an amazing event and he joins me now?" Brett Davis, who has a show here on KCBQ, by the way. So welcome to the Andrea K Show.
12: I got to pinch myself. I can't believe uh, I'm in your show.
2: Oh, you're so sweet.
12: I I am. I'm in awe. I mean, I've been a fan of yours for forever and and I I consider you a friend, but this this is really neat.
2: Well, okay, so now this means you're obligated to invite me on your show.
12: You're, you're welcome to come on any time. Oh, okay. I think we will do very well together.
2: Yes. We'll tell everybody about your show. It's Let's Talk with Brett Davis, uh, Tony, and then we'll talk about the event.
12: Sure. Tony Stewart is my co-host, and he's a great partner. Uh, I think successes happen not by yourself but with a good team. He's a phenomenal guy. Couldn't ask for a better partner. Uh, Sarah, my wife, is the producer. And, uh, you know, we watch your show, and we try to learn from you and do the best we can. Our show is about life, leadership, and love. Oh. So we bring people in from all over – the community, and also across the United States, from uh, best-selling authors to political figureheads to people that are making a difference, and try to find some good in everybody.
2: Mm-hmm.
12: Not so many, so much of the differences, but what good can we find out of a situation of that individual? So that's what we try to do. And you know, with that, we've been able to meet some great people, and then opportunities arise like this situation that's. Happened in Paradise, and by the way, every house in Paradise was wiped out.
2: Every house, I think it was, was it sixteen thousand homes? I mean, it a, was, it was an astronomical right. number.
12: Well, just to show you, the the kids just started going back to school. I think yesterday, and they had to uh move a lot of the kids to the Northern California area because there's no longer any schools there.
2: Yeah. So you think about it. This is not just it would. It's monumental enough for a family to lose their home, all of their belongings to lose all of their sentimental items that you have from and, and that's tough enough but when you lose your entire town now you've lost your life you've lost your community you've lost your children have lost their friends it's it's a death of an entire life basically and to have it happen close to holiday season i can't even imagine how difficult it is i can't even either
12: yeah I have a feeling that some of the things, uh, and I haven't told anybody this, but uh, I will mention it on your show because you're always cutting edge. Oh, I, I,
2: have,
12: I have a feeling that uh, some of the things that we're going to collect, uh, I may possibly have to take them there myself. Yeah. Because I I think I need to go there for some reason. I have this feeling and I haven't told anybody that. I don't know how we're going to do it, but uh, we would tra- like to try to do that. I don't know what the ability is, but uh, we're going to be getting close at the event on Friday, we're going to be getting toys for the kids that maybe don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be getting, of course, we need donations because donations. Now, this other event we did the other night over in Chula Vista at Diamond Gyms, it was put on by the group that I originally contacted to uh, piggyback on what they're doing mm-hmm. because they've already been successful with what they're doing. They were really up for it. And they came on the show, and I said, Do you mind if we add to your uh, GoFundMe page? Mm-hmm. And do you mind if we take some of your contacts and uh, add some things that maybe haven't been done. And they are were, were like, absolutely. So, uh, they're very much involved still. And so I can tell you, this is not a me thing. This is a uh, team thing.
2: Well, that's your thing teams, right? Right. Um, so let's talk about specifics for the event on Friday.
12: Sure. Friday at, uh, the Elks club in Chula Vista off of Telegraph Canyon road at 6 PM. It starts.
2: Mm-hmm.
12: You and I are hosting it.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll and, be there after my show.
12: And the station will be there, uh, also we have uh dignitaries from the political areas coming, which I don't know everybody that's gonna be there yet. Uh communities invited.
2: I promise I'll be nice if it's a Democrat.
12: You know that uh, you know it, <laughs> it
2: this isn't about this isn't about politics. This no. is about helping people. This is about love, and we need to there's times when we need to put our political persuasions aside and we need to help people.
12: Absolutely. You just have to. Yeah. There's time for we have to be humanistic. Right. Uh so we're going to have five different restaurants, Sushi on the, on the, I think it's called Sushi. Sushi on the Rock. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Uh, also, Guadalajara, Guadalajara Grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a couple other place, restaurants. And then Chef Ralph, who's just an amazing, uh, makes American style food, potatoes, roast beef, prime mm-hmm. rib, mm-hmm. is going to be doing his spread and his thing. And then I, I think we're going to have some raffle prizes, but um, we'll also have, uh, and I'll get you that information the GoFundMe page because uh, between now and the other night uh, they were able to raise sixteen thousand dollars.
2: Nice, and fantastic. I, and I
12: think the goal is about thirty, so uh, I, that's where we come in. So I think if we can somehow let people know that hey, you know we're halfway there, you this could be the uh, we might get there before Christmas.
2: Awesome. All right, so if if people are going to come to the event, it's twenty dollars for a ticket, correct? Right. It's twenty dollars for a ticket. We want you to bring toys unwrapped, toys, blankets, clothing, items, right. and and uh, now's the time for us to dig deep and maybe give up, a, even if we've got to give up a couple of trips to the coffee shop. Hey, you know, Let's even, think about other people, but it's but that doesn't that's not a lot of money. Five
12: bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks, whatever you have. I mean, if you. If you have, uh, I mean, think about some of these kids that maybe, you know, uh, could use uh, clothing. As I've been sitting here, i got five more names of families.
2: What are, Do you know of any specific stories that you can share? Sure, uh, I know a couple
12: that, of them right okay. off the bat. All right. So there's one gentleman that was on our show who called in exactly like two days after he lost his house. Mm. Uh, he worked for a management waste company over in, um, in, in Paradise. I say that name, it sounds so um, wrong. I know. I mean, how can you call that paradise?
2: Except paradise lost is a a common phrasing. So, you know, there you have it.
12: True, very, very true. So he went to work that morning and way off to the distant mountains, far enough away that he felt comfortable enough to go to work. He got a call four hours later, something like that. And his son called him, five or six-year-old son. Daddy, you need to come home. Our neighbor's trees are on fire. Mm. So between the time he went to work and four or five hours after the fact, the fire literally jumped into that neighborhood like that. Wow. And as soon as he got there, he got his son out and his wife, but he wasn't able to get his dog out, oh. who was a family, like, had been with the family for years. And so when he went back to go through whatever he could find, of course, he, the only thing he found was an old burnt football helmet from high school, from Shula Vista High School that was like in wires. And he did find the body of his pet. And it was, he said it was one of the hardest ah. things. Uh, that's one story. Uh, he's rebuilding his life. He was at the Diamond Jibs event in, that we had the other night in Chula Vista. Uh, I heard another uh, story today where there's a lady that uh, had cancer, has cancer, and has been in the hospital. They had to move her from the hospital she was at because the hospital's gone now. Mm. And she's at a different hospital, but she's uh, clinging to her life, trying to get through her challenge. And on the other end is worrying about her family and mm-hmm. what's happening with them. Wow. And so everything the
2: tentacles of this, I mean, it's not just about some people can think, Oh, well, you know, you can rebuild a home, but this, this, this is a tragedy that's more than just the loss of homes. This has affected every aspect of a life because an entire town is gone. So it affects children and, and their friends and their entire world, but it affects people's health. I mean, and it, in terms of, sure. you know, they're losing their their care that they've been given in terms of their doctors. That they, and, and if you've ever had a family member suffering from cancer, having consistency in terms of care and the facility and the doctors who've been treating you and all of that is really critical. So lives are really uh, on the line here with this. And it's the least that we can do is to give time and a few dollars and and go buy a toy and come and help some people that have absolutely nothing. And this is exactly what this Christmas and what the holiday season is supposed to be about. It is. Uh, Final thought. We've got 30 seconds.
12: Sure. Final thought is that we would love uh, if you can't make the event, go to the GoFundMe page, do whatever you can. We would love to have you uh, there anyway. Uh it's going the message is going to get back to these families that are in paradise.
2: How do they find the goFundMe page? What's it called?
12: Well, that's what we're going to put up on the website. Oh,
2: you're going to put up on, and can you tell us the website or just give uh, a phone number at this point? At
12: this point, I won't do any of that cuz I want to do I want to give you something accurate, but I will get you the information so we can put it up uh within the next by by tomorrow morning we we'll have that to you.
2: Okay. All righty. I think I have the phone number for Chef Ralph. Um, that was on the flyer. So uh, sure. Chef Ralph, the phone number for Chef Ralph is 619-988-3380. That's 619-988-3380. There's going to be a band and just yeah, lots of food. Classic it's rock. Gonna, yeah. Oh, yeah.
12: Classic, classic rock. And then uh, the band is giving, is waived their fee and they're going to be playing for free
2: awesome so we're going to continue to give more information on this i'm going to keep it posted on on facebook and thank you for being here brett thank
12: we're you going to do a great event
2: people. it's going to be super fun so even if it's raining i expect y'all you san diego and andre san diego andre Show listeners to support uh, this event and i know that you will thank you for being here
12: thank you for all you do
2: all right now stay tuned we got more Andrei K Show coming up 888 344 1170. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y Law HatleyLawGroup.com.
0: FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The
9: Answer. no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz or you can ask questions, request more information or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco purchase, refinance, reverse. 01853626 and
5: MLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. Better vision, better value. The Lasik Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get Lasik. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION22 to 350350. You'll see for free if Lasik is right for you. That's V I S I O N 22 to 350350.
1: With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off or if you have hotter cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. Call Jackson and Foster Heating and Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. FM 96.1 AM 1170.
0: The Answer.
5: You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Got a feel-good story for you guys to get into first here. Um, Here's a story out of Michigan. I don't know if you heard this story, DJ Carrot Sticks, but it might get you excited because I know you like a strong woman. This story involves three strong women. Um, In Detroit, the, the Detroit police say that three women, ages 75, 55, and 29, were leaving for church. Sunday at about 10:30 uh, a.m. when a man confronted them in their home's driveway and forced them back inside. So once in the house, the 55-year-old woman, she was like, "Okay, you push me back in the house. Well, let me just t- step over here and get my gun." Okay? So she grabs her gun, fires two shots at the dude, hitting him at least once in the chest. A neighbor says she heard uh, the shots ring out. She says uh, she was just about to go to church when she heard the shots. The uh, police came, put up some crime scene tape, and she went, took herself to church. I kind of like her response as much as I like the, the woman who did the shooting. Okay. These are my kind of women. They're hey, like, she's
4: got a schedule.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, okay, neighbor handled the business. So time for me to go to church. Uh, The police said that the man who was in his 30s was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, The woman who pulled the trigger won't face any charges, as well as she shouldn't. Uh, The authorities say the shooting was an act of self-defense. The neighbor said she gave the woman credit for taking action, that the neighborhood is mostly seniors and single mothers, and it's a target for a lot of criminals. What stops a bad dude with a gun or a bad dude with bad intentions? A good woman. With a Bible in one hand, by the way, because it was on their way to church. She had a Bible in one hand, and she had her little Saturday night special or whatever it was. They didn't say what kind of gun it was in the other. And let me tell you, we talked about this with our friends from the College Voice a radio show here, Turning Point USA. They did a, an event recently that gun rights are women's rights. You know, if how many, how many fewer women would we have in Chicago where they've got the strictest gun laws? How many more women would we have? that were uh, not raped, that were, that were able to defend themselves against rape and murder in that town. This should be on every news, every news outlet, celebrating this woman who was cool-headed, grabbed her gun, and protected herself in three. We don't know what would have happened to those three women if she hadn't handled this business. So, hat tip to her. My feel-good story. So anyway, and I'm glad they didn't identify the ladies because they protected them. Um, all right. Um, in the not-so-feel-good story, although DJ Carrot Sticks and I had, had some chuckles over this before the show, I, the commander of the Minneapolis police precinct was replaced over Christmas tree decorations. This is what happens when the police decide to police decorations. So I guess when, they, some, when some of the officers are, are put up the Christmas tree, they decorated it with Newport cigarettes police crime tape, a can of malt liquor, and a Popeye's Louisiana kitchen cup. Well, when you see that, you know, uh, this, so the commander was replaced, the officer suspended, because this is considered a racist tree. And I'm like, you know what, wait a second. To me, only a racist would look at those decorations and think of a black person. Because I don't think of that. I see malt liquor and I think of every dude named Bubba. That's the redneck soda. Down in the south. The Schlitz malt liquor. And let me tell you, you want to see the number of white people that have eaten Popeye's go to the Arrow Drive location. You'll see, and me, me included, in line. You're the racist to me if you look at those. And what this is shocking to me about this story, joking aside, is we've got the police department mind reading. People lost their jobs over reading their minds. Because there is nothing definitive about these decorations that is racist. Who is it racist against? Because I eat Popeyes. I'm telling you, I, in Louisiana, you'll see as many white people, if not more white people, eating Popeyes than black people. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. And this, this is where we're at when we have hate crimes legislation. It's about mind reading. It's also about political correctness just absolutely gone uh, gone amok. So now, DJ Kirstix, you said that Newport cigarettes is you know to me it, you think that that you said that that kind of signaled
4: well i think one of the things are okay or a couple of them but all of them together it, it's it's stereotype
2: well i don't know because a little blonde girl that i worked at Fasulo drugs with when i was in uh, Slide high her favorite brand of cigarettes and she was blonde hair and blue eyes was newport's
4: she drank malt liquor
2: yeah she drank herself some schlitz too
4: is she still single
2: <laughs> i don't know i'll find out get her your number man Stay, uh, we'll be right back tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Love you all. Thanks for being
0: here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. <laughs>